Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy Benny P. Checking in for the Pump Fake Podcast. Wanted to just say hi. Hello. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast, which is really just a, a, a journey, really, of of what is going on in the Fight Club League, what is going on in our fantasy football league. And yeah, just really, really grateful that you, you take time out of your day to listen, whether it's plugging it into the car or plugging it into your ears whenever you're listening at work. It means a lot, and it's really exciting seeing just the, the numbers and the analytics about it because it's uh, it's really funny. So appreciate the listen. We've got a lot of stuff on the docket. I am joined, as I always am, this season with Patrick P. We we get our, we get our minds rolling, get our juices flowing with a couple of topics early that are unbeknownst to us at the time, but then we also... Uh, we also have a segment where we talk about coffee, so we get rolling on that. Once the blood's pumping and things are firing, we talk about the great response, the overwhelmingly great response to the content callout and how now we really don't have a lack of uh, a content fallout. We have so much content, it is overwhelming. We are drinking from a fire hose. It is fantastic. Um, we talk about Tiz, Connor, just their... Uh, additions to content in the season so really excited about that we talk about name updates luke's name and we actually do a step-by-step tutorial for how to update your handle so if you're looking to change that nickname for your actual name uh, the handle instructions are in there we talk about injury bug trades waiver drama next week waiver notables all that fun stuff we review the weekly fight club report given to us in the app and then we also do our weekly review with updating our scores from last week the picks that we had and our next week's picks and we review some sticky note takes so it's a full pod you're gonna love it it's under two hours so you're welcome the first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club Welcome to the freaking podcast. For those of you guys listening from afar, thank you for joining the Pump Fake Podcast. Join, mm-hmm. as always, with my boy P. Sweezy in the... Dojo. Dojo, yes. And you are the... Sensei. Sensei of the dojo, because that's where we at, baby. <laughs> Recording this pod, we're super excited. we got a lot of good stuff for you. And uh, I'm just going to post up here, and we're just going to get into it. Sit um, back, relax, make yourself comfortable. I really am, though. I'm going to grab this pillow. This is how I did that interview. You remember when I told you about the interview? The interview. The interview with Crossroads. Me. Oh, yes. Yeah, this is literally exactly what it looked like. For wow. those of you at home, wow. imagine me kicking my feet back up and got a pillow in my lap. Man. Okay. Um, I gotta stay up, though. I gotta stay up. Let me move back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're here, and um, I mean, we've got, this is what I will say, so much stuff to cover. And what we don't want to do is do another two and a half hour long podcast. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to try to do, we've got it all written out. We're reviewing the same notes. We're reviewing the same stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to love it. And the way we're going to kick this off, because as podcast members, as we do this, it's just important that we get rolling. Maybe not on some topics that you're familiar with, but just to get some, get the blood flowing, get the conversation going, get the sparks flying. So what we've kind of labeled this 
segment is Sneaky Sauce. Sneaky okay? Sauce. For those of you who may have heard Sneaky Sauce before, that is also in reference to Malibu rum because that stuff is sneaky. <laughs> sneaky good, sneaky sauce. Might mess you up. Just mm. like the seltzers that I had like the last time. The White Claws, I mean, wow. they're sneaky. They'll sneak they're up sneaky. on you. 5% alcohol. Anyways, so Sneaky Sauce. And these are segments where me and Patrick have not told each other what we're going to bring up, but we think that it's juicy and that you're going to like it. And so it kind of helps us break the ice and kind of get the blood flowing. So uh, without further ado, could you please present uh, your sneaky sauce to us, to us, please? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think we were just going to kind of kick back, relax, talk about our days, kind of how they went. So I guess, you know, first question is, what did you do today? How did your day go? Yeah. Just give me a quick recap of the highlights, lowlights, everything in between. Yeah, dude. No, no, my day was great. My day was great. This this woke up this morning, worked out with uh, my boy Jay Bishop early. I uh, got that 7 o'clock pump in. Um, and you pump going to pump. Dude, crisp outside. We work out in a garage. So crisp. That's it, exactly the word I used to describe this day earlier. It's crisp. It's crisp. It was a crisp day. Honey crisp apple, man. Um, I said apple. <laughs> <laughs> I used apple to describe the day. Okay. We're on the same uh, page here. Okay. Great. Yeah. We, as always, on the same page. Um, <laughs> Until we're not. With, uh, with that being said, yeah, I don't have a floss segment for us to be on the same page with throughout yeah, this yeah. time. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, I uh, worked out this morning. Went to work. I'm on vacation as of tomorrow through the rest of the week. So I was working extra hard today trying to get five days worth of working in Tuesday and in, in two days, Monday and Tuesday. So did that. It was fantastic. Um, went and took some photo sessions of me and Grace Ann. Are they maternity photos or announcement photos? Announcement photos of our baby. Mm. Grace Ann's got a bump now. So we took some pictures to kind of encapsulate um, this last week where we announced that we're having a girl. Wow. A little baby girl coming in the world. So we took photos, and then I took Kevin out to Malone's for dinner because he used me to get his loan. So oh. shouts out to Tiz. He used me for his loan as well. You'll be getting a dinner as well. So wow. I'm looking forward to that because me and Kevin had ourselves a time. But also Jordan will be invited too, so we'll probably – that'll be fun. But that'll be on us. But yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you self-reported on that because that was my question for you because there, there were rumors swirling today that oh, you were out to dinner with another team manager, oh, Kevin Wallace. So I thought, are there trades brewing? Is there possible collusion in effect? We didn't know, so I'm glad you pulled back the veil a little bit here, even if it is to hide and disguise whatever it is you guys are up to out there. But if there is another trade that comes through, a banger trade, then there's going to be some questions back going back to this dinner night. So... Uh, I can confirm that no trade talks were discussed. It was all just life chats and good times. So now I will say there's definitely – I told Kevin that I was looking at his team for DK Metcalf because I think he's going to blow up. I just think he's amazing. The way that Russell Westbrook – or Russell Westbrook. Please, Russell Westbrook. That garbage player. Russell Wilson, a real player. It's a different pot. The way he's playing is just unbelievable. And I want to have any piece of that Seahawks offense that I can get with him playing this well. So well, Set the price pretty high for yourself now. Yeah, I did. I won't get him. I think he's out of reach. I wouldn't let go. Of, I wouldn't let go of DK Metcalf. I would not. But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, with that being said, is that your sneaky sauce? Segment? That was a sneaky was, sauce. He, he yeah, said he it. told me before that it was very, it's very subtle. small. Um, mine is not as small. Okay, great. Mine is an announcement to the league that I want to invite everyone into. Um, can I ask you a question? You can ask me any questions you when want. When you're looking at the TV screen or looking at the computer screen right there, what are you looking at? Right now? Yeah. Looking at Patrick continues to reference the uh, the um, the the recording garage band stream. Yeah, um, 
Am I not handsome enough for you? Can I, you not just look at me? Or is... I just, you know, I like to peek at our progress. I get a little worried that sometimes maybe the record button will just not be on. And yeah. we'll just be talking in nothingness for a while. So yeah. I'm just doing a little quick maintenance check. Okay, appreciate <laughs> That's that. That's all it is. Um, now you'll be, every single time you look back, you'll be like, crap, I need to... <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, no, you can continue to do that. Appreciate checking up on it. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my segment, though, my sneaky sauce, mm-hmm. that you are not been prepared on because again like i told you guys we briefed this whole entire pod except for these little snippets and this little snippet is i want to invite our podcast members unfortunately the listeners won't be able to take part in this even though we love you and we appreciate you listening to the podcast this is only for members because what i'm going to lobby up is something so important that i need you to focus and listen Mm. you ready i'm ready i'm looking intently at you now fab gambling gambling Yes. Wow. I offered Kevin a $15 fab gamble that he could not guess what my wife purchased for $4 from Facebook Marketplace with the hint of tier, the word tier, T-E-I-R, I I before E except after C, T-I-E-R. You got there. Yeah. I wanted him to guess what my wife bought from Facebook Marketplace. The hint was tier and it was $4. If he could guess it right... Then I was going to give him $15 fab. Now, that's not the point. What happens if he gets it wrong? Yeah, there's no penalty. Oh. I just was willing to... for you. It is. (laughs) It was one-sided. But I was just willing to risk it because of the unlikeliness that he was going to even... But what I am going to begin doing is gambling fab with people. And I think it's... Again, I guess this is smaller. Your reaction doesn't seem to be as, uh, as enthusiastic as I thought. I promised Kevin that I would get a mention on the pod with this because me and him loved it. The idea that I could have a conversation with another member of the Fight Club League and say, hey, listen, I bet you 20 fab that this blah, 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 blah. And if it doesn't happen, then you owe me like whatever. Yeah. 10 fab. No, I like it. I don't yeah. want you to, to look in my face and think that I'm not excited. But I'm thinking about all of the opportunities involved there. Yeah. And like, see, this is where it really started to hit with me because if you're a part of the NBA talk me what you are, um, you'll see that Shacklet is big on betting. He's a big bet guy. Mm-hmm. And I think what better currency to use, honestly, when you're betting dollars, I sneeze and a dollar comes out. It's what, like, what is a dollar to me? You, like, what? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Why are we betting one dollar? That doesn't matter. It's just Venmo me a dollar, please. Jeez. Um, with Fab, though, it starts to carry a little bit of weight. It does. It carries a little... I think it carries... It, it's so stupid that Fab would carry more weight than actual money. How many actual dollars would you spend for one Fab dollar? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... Depends on what part of the season it is. Right. Depends on what yeah. the waiver and is. And what you've week. done recently. <laughs> Depends but on how I many just, tilt pickups you've yeah. done. I just want to I just want to lobby that we begin to use Fab as a means of... Gambling. That's maybe, all I want Maybe that talk becomes about. something we do on the pod is, okay, this is my take this week. This is what you get if you're right. This is what I get if you're wrong. I mean, me Not every week. obviously should be doing this. Yeah. Yes. But it's going to take, especially on the spot, time for us to process just how likely or unlikely that is. And if we get to a strong take and we want to gamble on it, I think that's exactly what we should gamble. Get some money in on this Goddard. Bet. And then also, oh God. <laughs> and then also including potential other people that want to buy in on that. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's very interesting. We bet, and then people can bet in on that and mm-hmm. say, I've got Ben's take, add $2 or whatever to it. Wow. This could be something. Yeah, I could. I'm just, I wanted to bring it to the table because I thought it was exciting and I thought it was, 
Yeah, inclusive. So, or somebody mentioned just having a poker game, betting your fab dollars. I would love that. I've got the table. I've got the chips. Dude, you bring the fab. On the, you come and play poker. The winner gets fifty fab <laughs> from all the other players. So and it's like you lobby in, up yeah. five with mm-hmm. ten players, five fab each. You we'll win fifty five. fab. That would be amazing. That would be. Something. I would love that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting giddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else gets me giddy? What's that? Caffeine. Oh man, you're telling me. Yeah, man. So I wanted to uh, make that segue into this little little tidbit here. Um, what? Uh, what coffee take do you have? Or what? I just I have to tell you about an experience I had this week with coffee that completely caught me off guard. All right. Okay. And so, obviously, some people that are listening here are not in on all the sugar and on all the the fat and the carbs and stuff like that the about caffeine, this coffee. Come on. I mean the caffeine, but more just like the, the drug that side. keeps on giving. Yes. Yes, the drug that we're all addicted to. Unfortunately. So I I don't know. So I don't know if anybody out there has had this. I don't know if you've had this, but I had. From Starbucks, which, first of all, going to go on record, not a big Starbucks guy. Don't really love Pike Place in general. So I don't ever go to Starbucks just You're to get... You're not a big Starbucks guy. I mean, I I go to Starbucks more than any other coffee place because it's convenient, but I don't ever go there just to get the Pike Place. You drink your own coffee. I drink, yeah, well, more than anything, I drink my own coffee. But if I'm going to run through somewhere, it's usually Starbucks. But if I go through Starbucks, I'm not getting Pike Place. Jarbo, Jarbo. Jarbo, Jarbo, Jarbo. That boy up to plumbing. <laughs> KP times, KP yeah. times. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. so I don't, I don't like the Pike Place, just straight coffee. But the other day, I tried the nitro cold brew. Okay. With sweet cream. Okay. So what nitro means is this is not an iced coffee, or what nitro cold brew means is it's not an iced coffee. There's no ice in this coffee, but it's cold. It's cold brewed. So they pour you this nice cold coffee into this cup, so it's all product, no watered down, and then they put in this vanilla sweet cream. And then this is where I'm gonna lose some people. Big vanilla sweet cream guy, but three three pumps of classic syrup. All right, so that's the that's the straight that's the straight dope. That's the straight sugar, right in there. (laughs) That's the straight dope. (laughs) That's the straight dope, and that's where you're gonna you're gonna really raise the blood sugar. All right, but man, I had that, and it's the first time I ever tried it. I've heard it was good. I didn't believe people. Man, it was amazing. Now my coworker, this is just a side note. Ordered a mocha. They gave her a hot chocolate. She's very particular about her coffee. She was pretty angry. She poured that thing down the sink. Mm. Shouts out Keely Bing. Um, she's a listener of the pod now as well. So, I love that. <laughs> love that, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I used to be a tuxedo mocha guy, and mm. I, I have many a transition. I was talking about it with Kevin today over dinner. I got into sushi through Cabergoon Roll. Okay, and so there's just these these introductory level dishes or drinks that get you into the real deal. Mm. Okay, and Crabbergoon roll was this deep fried cream cheese goodness that sure. eventually got me into the idea of trying fried fish or seafood goodness sushi, uh, tempura yeah. if you're familiar, oh. and and then like tempura got me into the idea like I can do this raw, and wow. it's just crazy like you can see the the gateway kind of thing. So you're a raw sushi guy now? Are you oh, yeah. on the raw sushi? Well, not the like I could eat with the tuna on the top or okay. the salmon. I could do that. 
I choose not to. I prefer it like rolled. I mean, me and you went to tech all we've, the time. Tech yeah, us. Like we've, got, we've gotten there. We've gotten the TJ's roll. Yeah, which is a great roll. I mean, oh I still gosh. prefer, and I think the flavor is better on a tempura roll. But there are like the California okay. roll that doesn't oh, have any fish in it. But yeah, yeah. some of the other raw ones with crab and all that, I definitely am. I'm game. Okay. Yeah. But gateway foods. Yeah. And for me, a gateway coffee. It started with vanilla frappuccino. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not a coffee. It was just a got me through the that door. Was my Starbucks gateway. As gateway. Well. All right. And uh, and then it was the white, black and white mocha, the mm-hmm. black and white mocha, tuxedo mocha is what they call it. And that thing has got, you want to talk about syrup, it has got in a grande four pumps of original mocha, four pumps of white mocha. Yeah. That is insane. Like it will, it'll mess you up. Yeah, man. So I ended up starting just saying like, all right, I just need two pumps of each mm-hmm. on my grande. And so in that phase, I will say to uh, Keely, is her name? Keely, yeah. Keely's point, I got many a times over um, mocha that tasted just like hot chocolate. I would literally give Grace Ann my drink, and she'd be like, they give you hot chocolate. Are you okay with this? I was like, first of all, I love hot chocolate. You want to give me hot chocolate, I'll, I'll take hot chocolate. But you're right. The caffeine restrictions were like, that was a problem. I wanted yeah, a little bit of caffeine. You expect the espresso kick. in there. You're getting a right. hot chocolate. I'm not going to be happy. So with that being said, um, yeah. Like, I was a big mocha guy, and I've been there, done that. Now I'm a French vanilla. Now I, Well, sorry, now I'm a um, vanilla latte guy, hot or cold. I will do that as my drink. But that does make me think, with the French vanilla addition to your nitro cold brew... I so could, you haven't had it. You haven't not, had it? I've not had it. So it's the price of your coffee. It's probably the same price as, like, a latte. Yeah, like I get a, a vanilla, vanilla ice latte. That's what I get every single time. How much does that run you? Probably five bucks. Four dollars and thirty-five cents. Four dollars thirty-five cents. Yeah, it's a grande nitro cold brew. Runs around four or five as well. So it's going to run you the same. Starbucks, more like five bucks. Yeah, five bucks at least. That's what Dave Ramsey calls Starbucks. <laughs> really? Yeah, he calls it five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. That's I like yeah. That. That's well, good. well, try it one time. I don't think you'll be disappointed, man. That was amazing. The experience I had, I was, man, I was beside myself. Well pleased. Well pleased. Um, sweet. It's great. Sweet cream. Sweet cream. French Foreign Legion. Yeah, we lost a lot of good men out there. Mount Everest? We lost a lot of really good men out there. Lost so many good men out there. Playing with the Yankees? In the art of crashing weddings. Sanjay Collins. Chuck Fendaloo. Seamus O'Toole. Bobby O'Shea. I'm ready to get drunk. John and Jeremy are the masters. You know how they say we only use 10% of our brains? I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Now, on our next segment, we want to go into uh, a little bit of a content overflow here. Content overflow. Content overflow, title given by Patrick. Great title for what we're going to discuss here. Because what we did on the last pod, we discussed in our league, our Fight Club League here, that we were having a content shortage. All right. People were working hard, grinding, doing their thing. And, um, and, for whatever, for whatever reason, uh, people didn't feel like they could join in or they just didn't feel welcome to join in. So we made a little call out. It was uh, the content call out, and you called it the content fallout. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And so to, to get things started, I just want to review our content and how it's grown over the course of this last week, last week because there is there's many acknowledgments and many praise to be given for the content that has jumped up this week. Absolutely. So uh, we'll, start with, uh, we'll start with old Tiz thing. Could you give us a little insight as to what – Tis kind of put together and uh, and yeah, just the quality content that he provided for our league. I mean, the work that went into this, I can't imagine. I did send a message. I can't be imagine. careful. You gave him the preface. Do yeah. not burn yourself out or yeah. be careful with this. You're going to burn yourself out. You're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. 
but yeah, some, I think some, he threw that caution to the yeah, wind yeah. and was like, "I'm gonna do this thing." He dug in. He yeah, he put together this this great matchup review. Basically, it went through every single matchup of the week. Went through the big things that happened, the players, recap of the players, the best players of the week as well. Yeah, at the bottom, he even had the top five at the, each position and who had that player on their team. I mean, it's pages and pages of goodness if you really want to dig in and see what happened this last week. Yeah. So I'll be honest, I have not been able to get to it yet. Yeah, you I want to be able to give it my full attention. Absolutely. And it didn't come out until I was in the middle of a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, I read through it earlier, right before I was waiting for you to come from your... Um, trade meeting with Kevin, and then um, trade meeting. read read through it all, and um, it was good, man. I mean, it, and it had some nice little, nice little um, just mentions of the division names and how yeah. the daddies were affirming each other back and forth, and you know, you just, you appreciate that type of stuff. You appreciate that kind of stuff in the division play that we're in right now. Yeah, you just appreciate absolutely. that stuff. Um, well, it's cool. The the next content that has brought just oodles and boodles of love. To the uh, to the podcast is the Connor spreadsheet. Connor. That thing, man. I was talking to Connor about it. I can't wait to get my paws on it. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it. And that's the thing. It, trying to make this shareable is going to be, I guess, the next step. Just so we can all, at a glance, jump in there and check stuff without it being editable. Because editable, like eat it. <laughs> but like to where not everyone can edit it because that would be a problem, right? Because I can foresee, you know. Mark getting in there, trying to boost his stats. Sure. Win percentage. Yeah. I mean, you know. So with that being said, we can't have sneaky guys just getting in there messing up the Excel sheet. No. (laughs) He put a beautiful Excel sheet together with the stats that I really do think, like honestly, for the future of our league are going to be a bedrock of just what we actually care about. We are Now that it's – all right. Somebody told me in management, if it's countable, it's manageable. All right. If you can calculate, if you can count it, then you can manage it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. man, being able to manage and calculate these details is going to be the funnest part of this. Whenever we are five years down the road, and literally someone's percentage is just like if Evan Shacklett's winning percentage is like rock bottom after five years, just how that like sits on somebody mm-hmm. is going to be so good. So it just holds our league accountable. I think it is the like it's going to be one of my favorite parts for years and years and years to come. The Excel spreadsheet. Man, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. He's got a lot of good details in there. Mm-hmm. Scores, averages, playoff appearances, all that fun stuff. We did a lot of digging into last uh, into the ESPN first season of Fight Club League. Um, and luckily, again, we're still looking for those playoff scores. from. Uh, there was a printout that I had <laughs> I of the bracket it. filled out Yeah, with it signed digitally mm-hmm. by me. And yeah. we just can't seem to... A picture that will not surface for whatever reason. I think it became funny and acceptable for people to just trash that immediately because it was handed to them by the the winner. So, yeah. I mean, it just becomes, if you keep that, really, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? It's fanning the flame. It's the hubris. Yeah. You, know? okay. you, you have to throw throw that right in the face of hubris. So. Yeah. But it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just uh, I just say that to, to, to say that it's out there. It should be out there, but it's not. And we're still looking for those scores. But otherwise, I had taken screenshots of the standings, of literally the season averages. Mm-hmm. Like it had all the win percentages and the win column or whatever, wow. and the points for, but it didn't have the points against and all that. But yeah, for the whole season. So I was lucky that I got some screenshots in there. I obviously was soaking in those moments. <laughs> now that I can. We'll go ahead and call out ESPN right now. Like, what, what, what's the deal? Why do you delete your league history? Why oh, is that a thing? Oh, no. Dude. 
Tell me about it. I think it's ridiculous. I like, can't I, believe it. I, I, I will say, like, for a long time, I was able to go back, even to the very, like, many, many leagues in there, mm-hmm. and review all that, get into it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think for, they've deleted, they literally went in and deleted from a certain year back or something. Yeah, which is just... Because I tried to log in this week and find it as well, and I couldn't get in there. Come on, ESPN, you are, you are just, oh, gosh. Just behind, behind the ball. Sleeper behind the eight ball. Jeez. Sleeper just taking over. Run away. <laughs> Sleeper. Um... Cool. So yeah, looking forward to that. Wanted to reference also that Evan S is putting together this verbal power ranking thing. Haven't got it this week yet, but quite quite exciting. Surely it's coming. Um, yeah. Surely. By the way, don't call me Shirley. I would never. But surely it is coming, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So definitely want to want to give Evan S a round of applause and tell him our appreciation for doing that and. Just kind of exploring new avenues to try to get content out there. So that's that's much appreciated. Uh, we were walking through a desert landscape. No content to be found. We're trying to sip water through a straw, and then all of a sudden we're on a freaking fire hydrant. It's just <laughs> really that's it's so just true. Overtaking us. That's so true. Um, with that, I don't want to stop. Drinking from a fire hydrant is hard. Because here, here's what you do. You got a fire hydrant. What do you do? You put a hose on that bad boy. Yeah, you direct you channel it. that. You channel yeah, that's it. Freaking yeah. sick, bro. I that's, love that. I yeah. love that, bro. So that's what that's we're gonna good. do. That's good. We're gonna we're gonna harness that power. Yeah. Get that hose on there, nice and tight. Yeah, baby. Hang on for dear life. That's right. We know a fireman, <laughs> Andy. We know a fireman. We know a fireman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're gonna channel it. And so to help channel it, I gotta I gotta be honest. Where's our Monday review? Where's our, guy ste- <laughs> Where's our guy stepping up to say, hey, these are the matchups on Monday that matter. Yeah. These matter. I know that people keep on kind of, keep on like, oh, yeah, Ben could baby win. Or like, yeah. Okay, they're mentioning it. I just need someone to say, this is the Monday This is the Monday review. I'm doing it. And I'm going to look every single Monday and make sure that any matchups that's within 2%, 5%. This is what needs to happen. Seventy percent. I mean, because sleeper is. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, they gave me a three percent chance to win, and all that I had. Well, God, Emmanuel Sanders laid an egg, but, <laughs> but all that needed to happen in theory was Emmanuel Sanders to get twenty points and Lutz to get nine. That's all that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Twenty and ten, maybe twenty and ten, thirty points. But yeah, which I think is that's. You're giving me a 5% chance for that? Obviously, it didn't work, but... Yeah, I'm sleeping in something we didn't, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on no jack, man. I stick to my guns on that. Breeze changes five minutes into yeah. the game. Sleeper app is going to like... 99%. That. 99%. <laughs> uh, so we need that Monday review. And then final little uh, content overflow little segment here is trying to get our boy Isaac... Get that whoopsie of the week up, bro. Whoopsie, man. I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're whoopsie. on vacation. I don't know if you're just like snoozing at the wheel. Just looking at his trophy. Just take the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. Wake up, Isaac. Jesus right. took the wheel and he's sitting in the passenger seat admiring his trophy. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe being champion removes you of all content duties. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. But yeah, maybe, maybe uh, Isaac, do the whoopsie of the week, man. <laughs> do the I, I do the whoopsie of the week. Maybe he's just waiting it. for this week to really find a good whoopsie, and now he's gonna he's gonna drop it and agree me at any minute. I think we found a whoopsie. <laughs> I think we probably did. We'll talk about that a little later. Talk about that a little later. But in the meantime, 
Now, what do we got? This is the Kentucky Derby of weddings. They're crashing the biggest wedding of the year. So what angle are you gonna play here? I'm gonna go with the balloon animal display for the kids. I want a bicycle. Buddy, that's gonna take a lot of balloons. Make me a bicycle clown! And meeting the two girls. John Ryan. Claire Cleary. That will bring them to their knees. Oh, I always knew my first time would be on a beach. First time? We're gonna be so happy together. I love you. I'm sorry? I gotta get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. I need some alone time with her. I'm terrified of this broad. Here you are. Hey! We're all going back to our little place on the shore, and it would be so great if you guys came. Really? Oh, I'm gonna run it by my dad. Hey, don't ask your dad. Don't ask your dad. Don't. You're going. I'm not going. Yes, you are. You can go if you want. I'm... You're gonna be. I'm not even gonna say it, but you, you, you know I'm upset. We are going to move into the name update. We had some notable uh, changes in the league, mm -hmm. and one of those being we finally got the name change that we wanted. The handle, right? Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Luke finally... Luke finally. Oh, Luke, yeah. Yeah, Luke finally changed his name, removed the team. I loved his holding them accountable in the group meet. He was like, what do we got to do to get Luke <laughs> to remove the team part of his name? So for Luke to go ahead and get rid of that, I am, uh, I'm overjoyed. And he not only got rid of it, but he had changed it up. Uh, what Full is commit. it? It's Drew's Digs in a Cup. I love the name. Obviously, reference to... Um, what is it? To... Two poops in a cup? Is that what it no, is? No, see that, yeah. So I was... <laughs> that's what first what I was thinking. Two, yeah. That's what I thought. The two girls, one cup. That's, that's, what, it, that's yeah. what it is. But, so maybe... I don't, I don't know if that's what he's referencing or not, because I think maybe if that's the case, the answer he's looking for was Drew's Diggs, one cup. Okay. So maybe he's referencing it. something else. That we're not culturally up to date on. Yeah. Nate, read the name again. Drew's Diggs in a cup. I don't know where the Drews is coming from unless it's from Drew Brees. The digs obvious, and you got your cup, you know. Yeah. Because the Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'm 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 missing on that, but I'm just excited for the name I'm change. Excited for it. Yeah, you know it's got association with it, regardless, um, which I'm fine with. You know, not fine with two girls one cup, but I'm fine right. with just a name that references something other than your team. Sure. Team. Whatever Lutz or something. team, give me back my Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> Lost my nuts. Lost, Lost my, my Lutz. I <laughs> mean, uh, um, so yeah, really excited about that. Thank you, Luke, for changing your team name. I really appreciated that, and I think the the league is rewarded because of it. But then also on a on a on a separate note, there was also a update on um, Cook. Yes. Changed his handle. Changed the handle. No so, longer a UK Wildcat fan. Yeah, which I'm a huge fan of, but we need to get notes on this. Yeah. So that people can update all of their names to be a nickname or like your first name. Mm -hmm. So showing that it's possible is huge mm -hmm. without throwing a complete hindrance or wrench into the league where it's like Alex Cook was removed from the league. And then Alex Cook is reintroduced to the league as, you know, a different username. So there's a way I found it earlier this week as well. So oh, are you searching you, right now? Yeah, yeah. You just you swipe to the left. Go down so to your left. name instead of your team name, then you click edit username. There it no is. way. Boom, right there. We just you just swiped the wrong way last week when we were talking about it. Okay. Well, so, here you go. You ready? It's easy. This is the step by step process. We're gonna go through it one more time. You are on the lobby front, and right, this let's is go. Let's go further back. You okay. have your phone open. <laughs> 
you, well, well, because you're oh, not you using because you're not using sleeper in the browser. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you that. You're right not going to do that. Yeah, you're never going to use sleeper in a browser yeah. unless you're. You are. You're. You're. Okay. Start from. Start from the. You know, the phone's sitting on the table. <laughs> Step one: find Look your phone. phone. <laughs> See the phone. Make eye contact with the phone. Step two: move towards the phone. <laughs> Let's let's fast forward a little bit. You pick up the phone, <laughs> you, open you it unlock up. the phone, whether okay. it reads your face or you got a fingerprint or you yeah. you know you you know it's a clapper, whatever you got to open that <laughs> bad boy. You open the phone back yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find your sleeper app. Hopefully, it's we on your all, home screen. We all know where that is. <laughs> That's the only app you use mine, for probably mine's nine hours. Swipe a day. bottom right. Swipe yeah. bottom right. I'm there. You, you use your finger if it's a touch screen. You use your finger to to. to Pop in that bad boy. Who doesn't have touch <laughs> screens? <laughs> now, if you're on your flip phone, you're going to probably need to go to the browser. But in this case, we're going to assume you have a touch screen phone. You pull up the sleeper app. It just pulls you right up to your league okay. home or your matchup. Now, there's two options here. This is where it gets tricky, actually. Mm. You have yeah that as well. Yeah, right. Okay. So you can, if you're... you're, you're we're going to give you two avenues. Yeah, if you're phone savvy, <laughs> go ahead and do this one. Yeah. You can, you, you want me to start with the... Oh, yeah. First one, you're going to swipe left. Swipe left. Left to right. Sorry, let's be very clear. You're going to swipe left to right on your phone. Yeah. It's going to open the left panel, which is going to have your messages at the top. Then you scroll down, you see your leagues. I've got one league that's this league, and the other league I don't care about. <laughs> and the other league I just do not care about. I don't care about it because this league is, is what I care about. But you go all the way to the bottom, and you see your name down there whatever your handle is yeah. at the very bottom stationary mine yeah. says peace wheezy so even when you're swiping and going yeah it doesn't it matter down there it, it stays bottom. down there it stays it just, at the bottom of your phone stays at home you click on that with your finger pops it up there wow that's good you see username as an option with edit on the right you click edit change your name in there and save it and you save it that's so great because now we can always know who we're playing against. Exactly. Use a good u- nickname. What is Cook's name though? Because he used it. He changed his handle to something that I'm still not familiar with. Call me a cook is what it, is what it rings to. to hey man, me. if Call that's me a what, cook, but it's got a K. Yeah, call his... me a cook with a K and one L. A cookle. No, 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 no. <laughs> with an L. I'd say with one L on co- instead of uh, call C A L L me a cook. It's Kalmia Cook. Call me a cook. Oh, it's Kalmia. He Kalmia. used to live at Kalmia. Ah. Thank you, okay. Cook. Now I'm there. Kalmia Cook. He used to live on Kalmia for many, many a year. Got it. And uh, and so that's where he's getting it. But I thought Figured the Kalmia was spelled with a K. It, yeah, it is. It okay, yeah. Okay. okay, just making sure. Yeah. Kalmia Cook. That's good. That's good, man. I love it. I love yeah. it. That's great. So we can update your handles. So congratulations, everybody. Please. World, I mean, like you made it hit it again. Pod, the process. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Podcast update for everyone. Update your handle. Use a great nickname. Use something that is relevant to who you are. Update that so we know who we're playing every single week, and then let us figure out your team name later. You find an Apple store. You purchase the phone. <laughs> <laughs> download. The you app. download the app on the App Store. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Well, man, we are doing great rolling through we're this. Rolling through we it, are man. doing great. But now we're about to hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for all y'all at home being like, man, they're doing great. Um, we've got the analysis segment here. From New Line Cinema. Sorry, how are you guys connected to the family again? Uncle Ned's kids. You know Uncle Ned, Aunt Liz's brother. <laughs> <laughs> One crasher is falling in love. Oh, you're going to cover me. I like my odds here. Hey, here you go. Hit me. Oh. 
Hey, is your brother okay? I can't breathe. Oh, he's fine. And where we're going to start is the injury bug. And I got a story I want to start off with. And then we can kind of roll through. I don't know if we have a list of the injuries. Could we potentially work on that? I think it'd be easier to talk about people that aren't injured at this point. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but the injury bug, okay? I was okay. watching the Chicago game. We were playing the G-Men, Giants. Sure. And I watched Saquon go down with a hyperextended left arm. Okay? Okay. He braced himself like he would any other time. You're falling down. You brace with your arm. And what happened is instead of his arm kind of supporting and break, like breaking in sure. like it normally does, it stayed stiff. Mm. So when all of his weight went down and it stayed stiff, it hyperextended. And what happened was he went out for about three downs. They got a first down. And he was like, I'm going to rough through this. It's going to be fine. Very next snap that he came out on the field. He caught, uh, He rushed out to the right, was off balance a little bit, tried to brace himself with a bunch of weight on him, and snapped his ACL. Ugh. And I was watching it, and it definitely, like, ACLs just hit hard for me, man. They yeah. just do. Like, when I watch them, I'm like, I just get, I'm not, I'm not, I, I just get moved. moved. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Emotional. so, yeah, it's so sad. It's like, mm-hmm. and his wasn't even, like, it wasn't even bad. Like, it, it was just like. He's trying to straighten himself up with the weight of a linebacker on top of him or whatever, and that just turned the wrong way, and he's such a good, young, running back talent. Like, that's what's so devastating. And ACL is just... And his legs are so strong. I know. So that's big. what I'm saying. Like, it just... So is it like... I don't want to get into the science of it, but is it yeah. because his muscles around it are so strong that there's so much strain on that ACL? Absolutely not. No? That is, is, that is not true. It is the opposite. Wow. When you have strong hamstrings mm-hmm. and quads, the most important like the most important support muscle for the knees is the hamstring, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Okay. It's the hamstring and then if you have if you have strong quads, it is only a benefit to you. Uh, shouts out to um Dion oh, um, he was the man with no ACLs, hmm. uh, played for the Spurs. Oh, I know you're talking about. If you're listening to it on the pod, you can throw it in the group news so maybe I can think about it. Elton Brandt, no. No. No, it wasn't. You, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he had no ACLs. But the thing was is that his body was able to compromise the ACL with the strength from the ligaments of his quad and the strength of his ligaments from his hamstring. Now, he could not and did not have a long career because that would just wear at your knees, not having that support in the middle. But because his hamstrings, his calf, and his quad were so strong, they are just built to sustain. Dewan Blair. Dewan Blair. There it is, man. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, him having the strong legs is the thing that I thought was going to be just the best part of his career is that he was never going to get hurt because those legs were built like trees. Um, would never wish a torn ACL on anyone, but it, it was just weird seeing him get injured because it was like, if he can get injured, mm-hmm. obviously everyone in the NFL can get injured. Like we saw that this week, but man, I just was like, he seems built to not get hurt because he's yeah. just so, oh. So with that being said, injury bug is real. I watched Saquon. Maybe he should have hung it up for the game. But that mentality in a football player is like, I got to get out there. I got to be with my guys. I got to try to win this football game. Got him out there and very next down towards ACL. Mm-hmm. I took a hyperextended, a barely hyperextended arm, rest it for a week, come back stronger than ever, then an ACL. Yeah, it's scary. It's hard to, it's hard to, you can't predict that kind of stuff. It's just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we had a lot of injuries go down. Um, yeah, was your team affected by the injury bug? 
No, not this week. So AJ Brown was already hurt before this week started, so he was already on my IR slot. Um, so I'd I'd already hit that injury bug a little bit. I think he's going to be fine. But this week I I dodged the the injury bullet. Think thankfully. Yeah, I dodged it too. I did not get hit by it. Which as many injuries as there were, it seemed like they all just landed on Shacklet's team. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them did. Yeah, and somebody else's. I can't remember who, but crazy just how many injuries went down. There's five, four or five different starting 49ers that went down. Yeah, I think Isaac hit some injuries too. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, injury bug is real. If you have dodged it, then reference the group me for the Neo dodging bullets gif yep. because that is exactly what you've done. Yep. Uh, look for teams and momentum to shift on a lot of these teams because those, hand, those, those, uh, those handcuffs are now officially in big play. Mm-hmm. Big play, so... Injury bug's real. Um, sorry for everybody who got injured players, but if you drafted somebody who got injured, you're probably a poor manager anyways. So Right. Makes sense. Yeah, naturally. Um, with that being said, we can move on to trade discussions. There was a trade that went down before our podcast, so I wanted to get your th- the details of this and then your, your, your thoughts. Yeah, it's the details of the trade. Eric Johnson and Alex Tisver. So uh, Eric received Robbie Anderson and traded away Zach Moss. So Robbie Anderson, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, and Zach Moss, running back for the Buffalo No, I'm pulling Bills. up his stats real quick. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have Robbie Anderson's. Actually. Yeah. Um, he's, he's played well. I know because I'm the DJ Moore owner. Robbie yeah. Anderson has been doing well. But let me pull up. He's looked so much better this year. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, he used to be what was just a deep threat. Whereas now it seems like he's put together, um, I don't know, just a, a better overall game, maybe. Or maybe just he's on the same page with Teddy. Either way, um, looking good. But I thought for sure that Moss was going to be the guy who, I don't know, more sustainable, notable guy. But, yeah, I don't know. I was just, um, I was, I, I'm not surprised. I think it's just trading upside for high floor. High ceiling for high floor trades are completely <laughs> normal. <laughs> um, with that, with that being said, Patrick's trying to pull up the uh, pull up the trade. Sleep and, is giving me a heck, heck and, of time. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to beat him to it I now. I can't be on the the right week. Here we go, Robbie Anderson. <laughs> so the stats first week had eight targets, six receptions, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. Second week, ten targets, nine receptions, over 100 yards, just no touchdown that week. So he's getting the targets, he's getting the yardage, and he's gotten in the end zone one out of two weeks. So had a good I mean, yeah, just getting away from the Jets offense. Yeah. It has to be great for anyone's career. Yep. It was also beneficial for the defensive player of the New Year uh the Giants when I was watching not the Giants. Um yeah, no, no. The New England Patriots. Hmm. Uh watching him, I don't know who it was, but it was like their safety. Mm-hmm. Or their their outside linebacker who had an amazing game and he was coming from the Giants D and I think just being a part of a winning program does something to you. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the Jets are just not that. So. Right. Uh, with that being said, what was Moss's stuff? Yeah, Zach Moss first week got nine rushes, four targets, um, not a lot of yardage to speak for. He did get in the end zone week one, eight rushes last week, thirty seven yards, a little bit better average yard per carry, but still not a lot of opportunity. Yeah, let's see the team. Um, I want to see the depth chart. Who's yeah, well, Devin Singletary is the other guy. Um, yeah. And, I mean, he hasn't really been blowing it up either. Yeah, exactly. I mean, nine and ten. Um, so, I mean, there's – I feel like 
we we've known that Zach Moss is probably going to get the the goal line opportunities, and he could potentially just take over the job. Who knows? I don't know. Very very possible that this was a win win trade, um, by all means. But if you are in that trade, who's the winner? If I if I go into your head, you have to pick a winner. Yeah, um, I, it does. It just seems very team dependent that trade. Like, right. would you rather have? Would do you need a wide receiver that's startable right now, or do you need the upside of a running back? So I mean, that's the thing. Like for Tiz, he's got a great team. He's had, he's been putting up points. So if he can take a flyer on this running back that could be, you know, the main guy by the end of the year, he'll be, you know, that third running back that's a great flex or potentially. You know, if Connor goes down with injury, you're second running back. But then you look at Eric's team, and you see that he kind of needs some wide receivers. He's got Devontae Parker, who's injured. Marvin Jones, who may have a great week, may have a week where he disappears. So, I mean, this is the definition for me of a win-win trade. I mean, right now, Eric has the better player, better opportunity. Um... But by the end of the year, Tiz could have a better running back or it could be a flop. So, I mean, right now, the winner of the trade's Eric, just based on current production. But that is not factoring in the full year. So, Eric Johnson is the winner of the trade. Eric Johnson is the winner of the trade right now. Nope. Is that what you think? That's it. Okay, that's it. Maybe we need, do we need to make a take on this? Well, by the end the of the year. For the rest of the season? rest of the season. I mean, if you want to die on that hill... <laughs> I'm just trying to get spicy. I'm just trying to make a take. Um, yeah. Part of me thinks Robbie uh, thinks that the what's his name will fizzle out. He's just I don't know. He's in my head as a, a boom bust guy, but no takes needed. The receiver. Yeah, I mean, as the DJ Moore owner, I obviously think DJ Moore is still the best receiver in Carolina. And he hasn't been getting the touches. No, he has. Yeah, he has I mean, been, the, okay. the everybody's been eating. Like it, it's been a good. You know, wide receivers are getting a lot of targets, all of them. So, okay. All right. I think DJ Moore is still the go to guy, but. It's good. It's good. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's move on. No takes needed. No takes needed on that one. We'll just move on to the uh, the waiver drama, man. Waiver drama. drama. And uh, with this one, yeah, it's just important to focus on as we, we both move on to our, our sleep wraps and stuff. Man, what a, uh, what a time to be alive. Let's go ahead and talk about what has happened. And that is just pretty pretty straightforward that I think, um, let's make sure here that I'm not missing anything. No big stuff that happened that day. Um, yeah, nothing big other than the notable drama of Kevin. Yeah, spending $35 for Devontae Freeman. Uh, when I discussed with him over the phone... Um, what the situation was, it was that because he was a free agent, he was not a part of a team that was therefore locked and played for a set series of time. Mm-hmm. But he did catch the you know the rumor that he was going to get signed to the Giants because Saquon got hurt, which is a very great thing. Like that's that's doing your research. Like that mm-hmm. is a great step that you can see in Kevin's game. Is he's like, I'm at least going to do the research. I'm at least going to get ahead. So knowing that he's there is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. To put $35 on him and not being aware that, obviously, when you click on the thing, it either says Wednesday or Monday or et cetera, whatever it is, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and for it to be processed today, that's obviously a little bit of a, a mess up. But I wanted to ask you, yeah, given the information that we know now, mm-hmm. that he is indeed a giant mm-hmm. and he could play as soon as this week, okay, 
How much do you think you would have gone for on the waiver wire? And do you think obviously the $35 is not justified because you could have had him for zero and it would have been a heck of a steal? Like, that's the thing about this is that it could have been a steal. Yeah. But it was a mistake. Instead of a steal, it was a whoopsie. And he's going to pay for it with losing $35. And our league, I think justifiably, we can talk about this in a little bit, not showing him any mercy, but... Could have been a $0 transaction for what could be a really good scenario. I wanted to ask you, what do you think that he would have gone for on the waivers had everybody been notified of the info and everybody was going after this individual running back? Just considering who the Saquon owner is, is Isaac, and I'm looking at his running backs right now. And Naeem Hines did a disappearing act this week. Leonard Fournette did blow up, but he's not super dependable, and Mostert is hurt. So i got to think Isaac would be spending up to try to get Devonta Freeman unless there's a better option for running back out there that he'd be shooting for. I don't think 35 is a ridiculous amount for that. A third, Over a third of your fab? Yeah, 30, 35% of your starting season's fab. I mean, if you are desperate. Now, for Kevin's roster, I don't know. I'm not obviously a huge fan of Devonta Freeman in general. Like, obviously, if he was the best running back in the world, he would have been on a team. Right, right. So it's like the the Giants' depth chart now is Wayne Gallman or Devonta Freeman, who they just signed as the go-to, and I think they signed him to start. I don't know. We'll see. So I don't, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think he would have gone for probably that high, at least, just out of sheer panic <laughs> of just the injuries that happened this week. Um so I don't think at the end of the day it's a crazy amount of fab to spend. Okay. Yeah, that's um, good. Like, I think you're think? right. I think, I think it's justifiable. I think that, yeah, given the circumstance, now what, do you think that Isaac would have been aware enough to know that, I mean, do you, do you trust his awareness of fab usage to have, I don't know, to go to go for to that to go thirty five or over like I mean or would he have just pulled an Alex Tisver and gone like fifty or mm. seventy you know what I mean like yeah yeah that's what I'm saying I think, pull an Alex Tisver probably... and just put down seventy sorry pull an Alex Tisver and just put down a hundred of your fab budget for the player <laughs> burns a hole in his wallet is what he told us <laughs> yeah well I mean he's probably waiting for those wagers to come up so he can get all his fab back you know and start that poker game hey man that you want to get your that is a yeah man <laughs> I a think Fight Club Poker League. Yo. With fab on the line. Can you imagine? Oh. I can weekly, imagine. come back to get your fab, bro. <laughs> weekly. <laughs> like, probably monthly. Yeah. Monthly, come back to get mm-hmm. your fab that yeah. you've lost. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Isaac would have spent up. I don't know. I, I think okay. Isaac would have spent, I think he would have probably, may yeah. have bid over 35. Yeah, Isaac, uh, on the group me, please reference um, when you're listening to this. Call yeah. out, because if you're not listening to it, we're going to know now. <laughs> uh, but call, put what you would have put down yeah, for Devontae it, Freeman in your circumstance. Put around about. And anybody else that thinks they would have gone over 35, put your uh, put your bid that would have gone for Devontae. It's not telling, because Devontae is his own specific free agent yeah. uh, circumstance. I don't think it's very telling to your waiver strategy. But, yeah, put in put in how much you would have paid for him if you're, if you're listening and you want to participate. And I want to be clear, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I um, wouldn't have put 35 on him. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Because I, I don't would, believe in his talent I and the opportunity on that offense. Most I would have put down, I would have made a bid, absolutely. I think there sure. could be, I mean, but I would have put 12. Yeah. I would have put 12. I was going to say 10 to 15% most. Yeah. Um, um, with that being said, I do want to acknowledge some actual old waiver plays. Yeah. 
uh, because we are doing this, there has been a lot of waiver stuff. So to knock out some of the highlights, it is interesting to see that Tiz did put down 30 on Robbie Anderson. Um, And then turned him into Zach Moss. Yeah, which is, I don't know if that actually pays off either, but... You know, it's interesting. And I love seeing the, the breakdown. The breakdown of the bids. I'm yeah. just a big fan of the bid stuff. Mm-hmm. So seeing that there was five offers on that. And, yeah, Tiz is just an overspender. That's just what we're going to have to learn about this league is he's that gonna Tiz is going to go get his guy. Get his guy. He's playing offense. He ain't playing defense. He's yeah. being proactive, not reactive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so to see that is good. So no, he had a $14... Discrepancy, discrepancy, which we had a system last year for that. That's right. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I think this would definitely be in the the lower huge overspin category. But again, that's name of the game for Tiz yeah. is I'm gonna overspin. I'm gonna get my guy. Yeah. We go down to Noah Fant. Um, fantastic. A four dollar difference for you to get him. That's. I mean, I feel like that's great. I'm happy with when that, you're up sure. there in the twenties mm-hmm. and you're still getting value on that. I think that's great. I was happy with. it. Six bids on it, which is awesome. Uh, whoever didn't go for Noah Fant essentially went for Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I went for both. Yeah, and Tiz went ahead and spent 20. He's a round number guy. Round number guy, I'm going to go up, just round up. Get All right, whatever there. you think the high is, go round up. Um, Corey Davis, uh, at the time, UK Wildcat, Wildcat fan. Now, Alex Cook, Cook. Count me a Cook. $13 for nothing. That is a loss. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a bad play. T.J. Hawkinsmith, four bids. And what was that? Can you say that one more time? T.J. Hawkinson. Okay. Hawkinson. I didn't want Evan to get us yeah, on the Hawkinsmith. No, thank you. you know, we got to keep the pod above the bar. But what I've got here is actually notable. Yeah. You bid Absolutely. for him. I bid for and him. And you should have got him at a $2 value, but it says, unfortunately, your roster will have too many players after this transaction. Right, because I put him lower on the priority list than Noah uh, Fant. Very good. So I had him if... I didn't get no offense. I would have gotten T.J. Hawkinson. Great so, waiver play. Great, another great waiver play great by waiver P. Sweezy's team. Adrian Peterson, Tiz with the right number. But I don't want to gloss oh, over. I don't want to gloss over that Connor did get him for the perfect amount. He twelve dollars to eleven dollars. Twelve dollars for eleven dollars yeah. and a discount of two dollars. <laughs> yeah, discount of two. So, yeah. So get that. Get how that, did he know? Get that. How do you know track. that I had the priority and up, above? He's a good manager on no offense. Yeah, you got. I mean, he knows things we don't. Yeah, <laughs> his understanding is above ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, move on to AP, uh, EJ with EG, EG Johnson. Another perfect bid. Eric Johnson. Um, Eric, you can have a better handle than that. Like you can, <laughs> sorry, I stuck up on these cause I'm just like EG Johnson. You have a better nickname than that. I I, I don't know what it is, but I just. EG Johnson. Keeps Eric J. Honestly is what it is. It's Eric J. Eric J. <laughs> Eric J in my head. But yeah, perfect bid. Again, Tiz with the round number 10. Surprised he didn't go 20, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. 11 steals that one very very good imagine he did go 20 and then he went 30 and <laughs> spent all of it <laughs> oh man uh, Alan Lazard the Lazard king the Lazard king yeah um, it's been for 9 to 2 liked his guy yeah. uh, $7 difference uh, you know whatever do what you gotta do I'm not gonna beat him up mm-hmm. whatever um then Arizona Cardinals, four bids, eight, you went out and got your defense. Six-point deficit there. Could you have saved money? Yes, but with defenses, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. As we see with my bid for the Chicago – wait. Oh. Washington football team. Washington for seven for nothing. Again, Cook with – call me a Cook with just a waste of $20. <laughs> a waste of $25. Just unbelievable. Um, Got to be more aware than that. Got to stay on your toes. And the rest of them – 
all just kind of outright, yeah, bid your five, bid your four. It's not a big deal. I don't, I'm yeah. not mad at people for spending low and getting their guy. Right. And uh, P. Sweet is getting two over zero over for Miles Gaskin. That's cool. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, zero, zero. Perfect, perfect bid. Perfect bid. Tie over Shackle. Shackle just can't get his guy. <laughs> Shackle just can't get his guy. Um, yeah, I thought that was good. And then same thing. Evan did get the Cleveland Browns. This is way back in the in the thing, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, we jump right over into the new waiver claims. Not going to waste any time here. Frank Gore, Mark wanted his guy. got him for six. I spent four. Okay, I could have saved my money there. Johnny Smith went to a roster for three over zero, which is fine. But these are small and yeah. no mean notable. So that is the still some more waiver stuff, small waiver stuff. But, yeah. That's it. So I think that's interesting waiver stuff, and I think it's important to keep the waiver drama on the forefront of our minds. So as we look in to the to the next to the next week, I want to ask you who uh, who you got. We can't stay forever on this, but I want to mm-hmm. kind of get your your not your personal. You know, don't tell me who you're going to bid for. But as we look at the people who are available, got yeah. a lot of interesting stuff going on. Who, who you got your eye on? Who you uh, who you seeing? That's uh, that's worth worth an investment in our league. Yeah, well, there's there's some interesting plays for sure. I mean, we're all trying to just play the weatherman here and see which way the wind's going to blow. It's like Daryl Henderson, obviously very interesting, if, if especially if Cam Akers' rib injury is any worse mm-hmm. than it seems. Um, he's the most exciting, I think. Um, Splitting time with, what's his name? Um... Uh, the running back for the Rams. Malcolm the, Brown? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think last week Daryl Henderson got a lot more work than Malcolm Brown. Okay. Uh, and Malcolm Brown may have gotten some injury that I don't think it's going to keep him out. Oh, I yeah, that's right. That's right. But I don't think it's going to keep him out. But I think Daryl Henderson's an exciting play because if Cam Akers is out and he gets the work, it's an exciting play. But I don't know that it's going to be ultra-valuable throughout the year. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, you're looking at Jarek McKinnon. Um, yeah, the Mostert injury. Um, I think he looked good too, and that's the thing. Like I'm, Jarek McKinnon's looked good every place he's been. He's just kind of been splitting time. Mm-hmm. So I think Jarek McKinnon might be one of those guys that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's definitely the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He if if I'm if I'm thinking value on guy, I don't want to juice him up too bad. But I think he's definitely in that category of you got to look into your fab. Discuss how that's going to break because I know that the 49ers line ain't ain't they ain't bad, mm-hmm. and he's going to get some yards and um, yeah I like I like him there. Deion Lewis, do you like that pickup or? I don't really as much. I mean, I think he'll be involved in the the third down work in the passing game, but he's not getting the touch. I mean, honestly, I watched him last week mm-hmm. and he didn't look that good. He didn't. I mean, he looked he looked a little bit washed. I mean, he's starting to look a little slow. So I don't know. I mean. I'm not too excited about it on the Giants' offense, and they've got three running backs out there that I don't think Deion Lewis is going to be getting that that work. So okay. I'm not too excited about it. Question for you here, uh, reaching down now to uh, to quarterback level, Justin Herbert. Did you see what what happened there? I did see. Yeah, man. The uh, the pimple face teenager came out, and I don't think he's a teenager anymore. Man, he looks like one. Looks yeah. like saw him in high school. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, he came out and he played really well. Mm-hmm. Almost beat the world champion Chiefs. Yeah. 
and he looked good. I was very excited seeing Keenan Allen's value go back up because I was like, oh, man, somebody's actually going to throw the ball to him well. And I didn't wasn't expecting it, but, man, he looked great. Yep. Uh, I don't know what people are saying about Tyrod Taylor coming back for next week. I'll but tell you what they're saying. The coach said he's starting next week. Yeah, he did come out and straight say that. He yeah. did. You're right. I remember hearing that, but at the same time, he played so well that I don't know what it was. It was chest pain or something like that. that for- he had gotten a shot, basically, for some pain that he was having. And then he had trouble breathing and was having some chest pain. They took him to the hospital. That's why he was out. Yeah, and so for those reasons, you can't obviously bid too high on this guy if you're going to try to add him to your roster at all just because he's going to be playing backup. But I don't know. I just feel like this is one of those stories we look back on, and I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's like it's it's not your traditional we drafted this guy and he worked his way into the first season and he just took over and he was the next good quarterback for so and so team it was somebody went out kind of like with Tom Brady whenever he was the what's his name was injured whoever it was that he filled in for he performed really really well and then from there they knew that they had a legit player in him so whenever the starting quarterback at the time continued to not sh- like do well it was time to initiate phase two, and I just don't trust Tyrod Taylor at all. Either. So yeah. for those reasons, I think that if he's, if you find a way to stash him on your bench and you've got the space, he could be good moving forward as a quarterback that, here's the thing, is not scouted. And yeah. defenses don't know how to play him. They're, they might force him to throw the ball. They might force him to run, whatever it is. But that's where things get tricky when you have somebody – and that's, what you, that's why you see phenomenal rookie years sometimes in a sophomore slump is when they come out and they play absolutely amazing. You've got plenty of footage to scout mm-hmm. this guy and to play your game against him, play defenses against him. And so I just think it's, he's, an interesting, he's an interesting look. Any interest in Garden Minshew? Do you think that our league will get any uh, interest in Garden Minshew? I don't know. I think he's more of a streamer option. I think in our league, especially like, you can go out and stream a pretty good quarterback basically every week. Yep. So I, I don't think there's going to be too much interest. I think somebody could get Gardner Minshew pretty cheap. But okay. I think I mean, he's going to play in the Dolphins this week. I think he's yeah. a great stream this week if you're hurting at quarterback. I don't. I am. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am. But I guess my question is do you think he's going to keep it up? 29, 32, maybe Miami, maybe he has another 30 point game. Bengals. He's got a great he's got yeah, a great yeah. schedule coming up for so sure. So if, if you're gonna bid on him, maybe juice up those prices because because Benny P's swinging. <laughs> Is well, that what you're saying? <laughs> I, well, it, I just think it's worth juicing up the prices because yeah, yeah. what and that's what we're trying to do in this little section here yeah. is try to bring attention to players that maybe you aren't thinking of. Yeah. And if you're gonna go for him, notice that hey, we're giving out some tidbits here. He's got a juicy schedule coming up, so yeah. having him on your team might need to think about if you really want him. I need to go get him. Yeah. He's got a great schedule. And great. I will say I'm tempted. I won't give away any any of my any any you know point specifics. Mm-hmm. But I am not getting back on that Jordan Reed train. I am tempted to get back on this Jordan Reed train because he is an athlete and he's good. And it's been for the longest time we've always thought of how good he could be if he wasn't always injured. Yeah. So last and week, now he is looking 
good. So last week, whenever Kittle went down, I went and got Jordan Reed in the Dynasty League, and Did I started you? him this week. Duh, so I, I felt I, I reaped the rewards of Jordan Reed this week, great but I'm not play. staying on that train. It is going to hurt you. off that train. If you're thinking about buying him, go yeah. low and don't spend yeah. high because he is going to hurt you. Yeah. He's going to play, and he's going to do exactly what now. Obviously, Kittle was playing, but 2.2 in the first week, yeah. you can expect that from week to wow. week to yeah. week with a blow-up. And just Kittle, to keep you tied, just Kittle to keep will be back as soon as he can. As soon as he can get out there, Kittle's going to be back. I think so. That's good. That's good. He's just a strong man. Now, yeah, the only one we didn't really touch was the Carolina backfield with mm-hmm. McCaffrey hurt, and so the one that's trending up to the top of the board is Mike Davis. Yeah, it looks like he was a former Bear. I've got no, I've got no history on that. I don't really remember him ever being a Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, wasn't that good? I guess. Yeah, I'm not excited about Mike Davis. No, I think he's just the guy who's the he's just Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Just hang around, hang Biden's around, time. and uh, shouts out to new girl listeners. Just Joe Biden, be there. Yeah. Just be there. Yeah. At the end of the night, just be there. <laughs> so there's your Mike Davis pick. But I think that can conclude our waivers unless you've got anything to add. No, that covers it for me. And the other. Oh, that's fun. That's nice. Time out. My legs cut and bleeding. Is falling apart. <laughs> Ever leave me. Ever. Because I'd find you. <laughs> Owen Wilson. I think I'm in love with her. Vince Vaughn. I think that you're nuts. That's what I think. With Christopher Walken. No, she's not just another notch on the old belt. I don't even wear a belt. <laughs> Bellas. That is good. Coming up right on the hour mark almost. And we're going to go into the weekly report. So pulling up what. Fight Club deemed as a, a, a good week in the books, and we want to highlight what they had to say and kind of discuss those details. I see at the top of the line, and again, we can keep this short, but uh, notable things, best manager of the week was also the one who scored the most or the least amount of points. Yeah, the most or the least, I think I'm going to take the least. Yeah, the least mm-hmm. amount of points in this situation. Oh, how the turntables have turned. Yeah. Well, from from week one to week two, both in the dojo. <laughs> Interesting in the dojo how these yeah. things shift. So I do think that it's correct in the sense that I'm the best manager. I don't think it took into consideration that I scored the least points in the league. Yeah. Um, so the question becomes, if you are the best manager, then do you just have a really, really bad team? There's just no other options on the bench to go to to get that point total up. I've got problems. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit that I've got problems. <laughs> yeah, did I go the Ertz-Wentz stack? Does Wentz look like a shell of himself? Yes. Or a shell of somebody else, maybe. A shell of a injury bug. shell of a Trubisky. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, Mitch Trubisky actually playing well so far this season, which is like the worst thing that could possibly happen because we just needed to play Nick Foles, <laughs> yeah. and now he's playing good, so now it's like, ugh, I don't want to talk about it. Bears drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but best manager, I think that's a bunch of lunacy. I think I'm a great manager, but also I just the percentage, so I guess 95% possible lineup, so no one picked 100%, but I was closest with just an absolute terrible team, a terrible outing by all my guys. Mm-hmm. If you could imagine a motivational speech in the middle of the locker room, that is exactly what needs to happen with these people. They're not getting their raw hides in line, and we need to make some, we need to make some moves. I think that I've proven over the years that I can make good plays and good moves. It's always just that first one, though, that's the scariest. It's always the first one that's just like, 
all right, here we go. And usually for me, it starts the floodgates. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I'm seven trades in. Two, I'm three weeks in, seven trades in, and I just can't stop myself. So mm-hmm. it's knowing when to stop. Yeah. And the overtime, they talked about that. Yeah. The important part is knowing, knowing when, when to, to stop. stop. Yeah. So that being said, do you have any other notables that were worth worth mentioning? Yeah, I mean, the worst manager, once again, is somebody who got a win this week. So it's like, <laughs> we got we just got to throw that one out. Sorry, I, Isaac cannot be the butt-ugly blizzo this week. Yeah, you're not. You're yeah. not the butt-ugly blizzo. No, you get a win, you get a pass. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of just, you know, the highest score being Tiz, just knocking it out of the park with that 172. Um, Gosh, 172, that might be the... That might be the record of like all Fight Club half point think? PBR of one seventy two. It's 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 close up there for sure. I mean I, I don't can't know. remember. In the uh, in the statistics corner, if you have chance to look up the most points scored in a week during our have we always been half point PBR? I think our first year might have been single point. Really? Like no point no PBR. I feel like that's always been half point. Okay, I could be if wrong. that's the case, I wanna I wanna lobby that Connor, please check the Excel sheet and tell us the absolute highest weekly score total. I don't know if please. we always did yards per carry, the point one yard. Per Regardless, carry. I guess we wouldn't have had it in the ESPN league. We would not have had those stats from week to week. We just would have had the averages and stuff. So yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, man. I will say, shouts out to Luke for a great outing. Having Aaron Jones on your team is a winner, and he's right. There's no feeling like. Getting done with the one o'clock games and knowing that you're going to win your matchup. Yeah, especially so. whenever your star is also on your favorite team. So yeah, it's man, just that's like, got to be so much the fun. best feeling. I've got uh, I've got Luke as my my shining superstar of the week just because he blew out Evan Shacklett, and I've got Evan Shacklett as the blizzard of the week just because I think he's a poor manager. He caught the injury bug, and if anything. Blizzard of the week just because he gave us the details as he hasn't won a single game in any of his fantasy football leagues. Mm. So giving us that detail is enough for me to hop on board and just continue to ride this Evan train right into the ground that he's a terrible fantasy football manager, and I don't think he's really got a whole lot to to go off of. Now, to add to that, I think he's a great human being. I love him so much. He's a good friend of mine, and I would never, ever trade him for anybody else in the league. I want him to stay here forever, and he's a good friend. But – He's the butt-ugly blizzo of the week for me. Hmm. Yeah, butt-ugly blizzo of the week for me is hands down to you. Yeah. Um, for favorite. sure, it's got to be Benny my P favorite. with the lowest points um, and nothing on the bench to show for it either. It's not even, you know, it's just really poor. Um, it's so. just so funny. Like, you look at the team accolades and it says, below expectations, lowest scorer, mm-hmm. best manager. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. They, they nailed it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they've nailed it. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, yeah, my shining star. Um, I mean, so who who did you put on your shining star? I put it as Luke. Luke. Just because I, I don't know. Whenever I was looking at his team, I just felt like his uh, back was against the wall um, a little bit of because he didn't want to go zero two as many of the people didn't in the league. But just I don't know. There's been a lot of bad mojo going his way the last last couple of Fight Club leagues, and I just thought, you know, maybe this is him making a statement. And I guess for my takes, whenever we get to the sticky review. Maybe this if this league if this team can keep that up, I think that uh, I think he's turning his luck around and he's going to show us that he's he's something worth messing with. So I think there's just a statement made in his win. Not to take anything away from Tiz, I mm-hmm. think that he had a great outing. Uh, but yeah, I just I just thought there was a lot more on the line for Luke, and for those reasons, I, I selected I selected him as my yeah. winner. I was because I was going with Tiz 
as a shining star, obviously putting up the most points gets you there. And then I just just to look at his team and to make a move this week that he feels like might be a long-term play with um, just picking up the running back that, who knows, could be good by the end of the year. So just realizing he had some good options at wide receiver and some depth that he could then flip for some possible potential, I think it was a good manager move. So good job, I got to give Tiz shine star of the week. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh-huh. Evan, uh, that's Evan Almighty. Or no, it's Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Is it Bruce? Yep. Bruce Almighty. I like it. I like it. Uh-huh. And that's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh. The cookie crumbles. The cookie crumbles. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what, that was the phrase I was trying yeah. to remember. The cookie crumbles. That's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. crumbles. All right. Going on to our weekly review and what is going to be the conclusion of our podcast right over an hour right now still doing good doing good wedding crashers everything's ready for the quail hunt ridiculous have you even shot one of these things before Ah! Ah! i got me um very impressed with us honestly we debriefed and did everything very very well and with that being said, what we need to do is update our score. Now, for those of you guys listening for the first time, welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast. We are so happy you are here. And what me and Patrick have elected to do every single week is pick winners and losers from week to week. We are there. We are then going to keep those tallies on the video. Will come out in Group Me. You can look at the video and see on our sticky note board. For those mm. of you who are familiar, TNT NBA show does this the same way. They have sticky notes. They keep them over on whatever the set is, and it's good. So I'm really, really excited. I think we picked a really good place for it because it's going to be stowed away. You can shut the door. They're not going to be an eyesore for anybody. Our pinky sticky notes. Right. Yep. Um, with that being said, this is where, if we're going to gamble fab, it's probably that time. Just taking that into consideration. And if okay. you have any hot takes... I would like to hear those so that we can get them on the wall as well. Okay. So we will review those in a as, as the conclusion of our pod. But what we're going to do now is update our score. So we're going to look back at the net last week, and we are going to discuss the winners and losers. We did not pick a week one. So for those of you keeping score at home, where are the other points or whatever? We didn't know that we were going to do this week one. Mm-hmm. So because of, for those reasons... I'll go back and make some selections and go ahead and hang right now. <laughs> I, I have a good yeah, feeling about yeah, my week yeah. one score. Hindsight's twenty twenty, baby. I pick all losers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so week two, um, we're just going to go through the matchups, I guess. And if you want to get your phone ready so we can keep the score, and then I'll get the tallies ready for the start of what is going to be a thrilling ride. Okay. B, you remember when we did this with 2K? I do. I was, it's the first thing I thought about whenever yeah, we were man. talking about doing this. It's very good. We used to keep two K records. Um, I believe I was the winner of that, but I'm not sure. Um, and you, we both believe what we believe. I honestly think we might have tied. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going into week two, I had <clears throat> yes, and I had some details on these as well, which is very exciting. So, are you going to mark them on the sticky? So, do you want me to pull up the scores? Is that what you're saying? That would be great. Okay. Week one. Benjamin Pompelli week two. for the for the Luke Warford matchup. Week two. This is week two matchups. You got it. Got him. Week two matchups. We both picked Luke. We both, both picked, picked Luke. Luke, and Luke did get that win over Luke Evan Shackley. Win. So my question to you is: is that a tally for both of us? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we're keeping every tally. Every tally. 
A win is a win, my friend. Yep. And did we have any notables for that? Did you have any 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 comments to say on that one? I don't think you did because I took notes on a few of mine. Mm-hmm. But um, what we can start doing and what we'll try to do for the next week is maybe make a take or two on the matchups and why we think they're going to be decided the way they are, but that'll be next. The only take I remember saying on this one was about Chase Edmonds, but it's more of a season-long take of how Evan said he he feels like, and he did clarify in the group me, uh, may, came down on it a little bit, but saying that he thought he might be the RB1 by the end of the year or something along those lines, okay. I told him I think that's a bad take. Chase Edmonds, to this point, last week he only scored three points, but it's not really... You know, I would like to get down on a sticky note. It's a season long, and I, so we would it's need a season long one. What we would need, I don't need to really statistics. I would just say that I guess if you were going to put it up against Shacklet, what's the take? Do you want to put down on a piece of yeah, paper? Yeah, I would want to get his words exactly, and I'd have to find okay. that because I don't want to misquote. So it's him. not enough for you to say that Chase has Edmonds will not take over the job in the backfield. Well, that he that seems a, too he, easy. Okay. I don't know what his take was. Yeah, now. you're right. Because what he was doing, I remember it now, and because I'm a genius and I have photographic memory, what he was trying to say is that at the point in the eighth round when the person took them, mm-hmm. that is the steal. Yeah. That's what we're, that's what's worthy of noting in the steal category is that you got him at the eighth round, and he could be the equivalent of what was like a, a I don't know, a week or a, a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was trying to say, right. which I understand that. So you have no take against it. Well, I was so I was initially going off at the draft. I said, Evan, you took my handcuff. He said, actually, you may have mine. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, maybe Kenyon Drake is my handcuff. So that's what I was going off of. And then I feel like he said something else, either in a power ranking or something, that I, I just can't remember where he said it. Yeah, but so see, I'd, have to, I'd have to find I guess words. to my point, and I'm just trying to stir the pot here a little bit, I think that it's conclusive to say that Evan Shacklett was under the idea that Chase Esmond would be the starting back, or he would take over the backfield. Mm-hmm. Now, does he make bold takes all the time? Could you maybe uh, take him at, on his word for that? Maybe not, but yeah. if you're willing to go conclusively the other way and say Chase Esmond will not take the job, Drake will be the back. And yeah, that's a layup for me. I mean, that's... So let's put it on the board, then. Okay, that's I would fine. love to put it on the yeah. board. I would just Chase take that Edmonds. one as an easy one if it's allowable on the board. It is allowable on the board. We're trying to get takes up there. Patrick <laughs> says he, Chase Edmonds, will not take a starting job. Now, asterisk on this. Does that include injury? Oh, of course not. Oh, okay. I think injury throws out... I need injury takes. to happen for me yeah. for my Goddard play. I need Goddard to get hurt. I don't wish that on anybody. Full disclosure, I don't want Goddard to get hurt. But I need that to happen so that my statistics are correct. Sure. So, uh, barring an injury, Chase Edmonds is not taking over the starting job. Yeah, I feel like barring injury just to be understood. But um, I'm putting it on. You want to really. So, if you want to take that oh gosh, for me, that's going to go on the board. We'll yep. put it up there. It's going on the board. Boom. And we begin the trio method which again we're going to put as a vote in the group me it's going to be hard to keep them online in the trio oh that's going to be realizing that's going to be fun I'll do it that'll be good it'll be fun you you can eyeball it for the Luke Horford play I had no I had no takes I had no takes relevant to that situation so we both got a W moving on to the Alex Cook Connor matchup now see this is where I personally had a take 
and a half Mm -hmm. on this. And what I had was that Connor was going to have an injury to his lineup, (laughs) which is crazy because I spoke injury over his lineup, and he was one of the rare lineups that dodged every single injury possible. Yeah. So kudos to Connor for dodging that. But he... um, Yeah, and I also had Montgomery, Bears running back, going for more than 20. Well, Montgomery's not on their team. Dang it. Oh, I'm sorry. I had two blow-ups. I had an injury for Connor, and then I had two blow-ups for Cook. I don't think I was... You said two blow-ups? Yeah, two blow-ups. Like I'm talking, I was thinking... 35? I was thinking two 30-plus scores. Just absolute nuts. Well, that that did happen. So we've got Alvin, and then you've got... Josh Allen, quarterback. So, I mean, yeah. if, you, if you include the quarterback 45 and a blow up, I mean, 417 and 4. Yeah. Blow up, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it, it was low hanging fruit. I was just kind of throwing something out there, and I wanted, mm-hmm. if there had been one dramatic injury and kept one of Connor's players under two, then I would have been like, yeah, yeah. soaking yeah. this in. It was kind of one of those, uh, what do they call it? A parlay? It's like, this is really good when the parlay goes into play and it's like one it a, a bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. if the injury would have happened, it would have been like, Ben is a, yeah. see the future. Yeah. <laughs> but exact about it. With that being said, I picked Cook and you picked Connor. Who's the winner of that matchup? Cook did win. Yeah. So I take the lead. Get, I take the lead. The tally. Going on to our next matchup was Griff and Pat. Ugh. Griff and Patrick. Yuck. I picked Griff. Patrick picked Patrick. Yeah, Griff did, Griff did win. I did not have a take on this one, I do not believe. No, you, you did you say Montgomery over 20? This is, oh, you're right, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I did, I called Montgomery because, I for whatever reason, I just have been watching Montgomery, and I mean, he's due for blow-up, I just think he's a great play, will it be consistent, I'm not sure, but I had him going over 20, which he did indeed do. Yeah, 21.8. And I had Pat losing. You had me losing. Because of that, which I did. because of that stat. Yeah. Um, well, that is one of the positions he beat me. He beat me in three positions. There, the tight end and the quarterback, and those overwhelmed the rest of my team. So I'll be looking for the management to make a change. I'll be looking for the players to step up. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that being said, i got a nice three-to-one lead so far. Let's see how it evens itself out because I know I picked myself, but you also picked me. So in the next matchup, Ben versus Mark, Man, we both thought, Mark yeah, we both thought this was a, this is a no-brainer, uh, but Man. unfortunately... No one picked Mark, so we're gonna we're gonna be even on that. So well, we both gotta win. Marcus? No, you lost. We both picked you. We lost. We don't get a tally. Gosh dang it! Yeah, yeah. Scratch that one. <laughs> so we're, we're three to we're wait. We both yeah, got three to one. Minus one to that one. Redo. Okay, three. Jeez, I want these to be nice and crisp mm-hmm. lines. Yeah, three to one. All right. Moving on to the next matchup, Isaac versus uh, Eric. Eric, and we both picked Isaac. And Isaac won. All right, so now now we add the tallies. I just scrapped that. Yeah, you should have just, <laughs> just waited oh one round. Gosh. That's all right. Scrap the tallies. All right, so now we are 4-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Got the fortitude to win. 4-2. No takes on that one. That was just, uh, that was just what it was. Mm-hmm. Then our final matchup was Kev versus Tiz. Who'd you have? I took Kev. Who'd I have? You took Tiz. Tiz won. Tiz won. So Patrick the dash. I think if I'm thinking back, I said Cam Newton's going for at least 40. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he has been playing well. Yeah. He has been playing well. If anything, the only take I had was in my waiver move. I anticipated potentially an injury coming up this weekend, which it's true, a lot of injuries came up, and I picked up Alexander Madison whenever I could move A.J. Brown to my IR slot, hmm. 
as a backup, but it did not come to fruition, and I would never wish that on anyone. So, but I had, that was not a take. Not a take. Not a take. Okay. So we're four to three after week one. Four to three after week one. Do you think I should hold week on two. to this? You think uh, I should hold on to this for our records or? Um. The only reason I feel like it would come into play is like, have I ever picked so and so? Like in a matchup, but that's me Just getting keep it, quite keep it in a booklet somewhere. You know, uh, yeah. trash, trash it, bye, trash, bye, see ya. <laughs> All right, end of week two is yeah, four to three. I'm taking an early lead in that one. Um, grateful, grateful for that. So we will go ahead and move on to our next picks. Our next picks at the one twenty. 24 mark <laughs> for all our listeners at home just trying to keep track it makes it easier for me to edit um yeah our next week's picks so let's look at a couple of these matchups and review do you already have one pulled up well we'll just start at the top of the list like we did last time i think we should both have underneath our own shacklet and tiz yep. is that correct you are absolutely correct it looks like a man geez. i already have my answer i know seriously gosh is i what if Chaclet is the one that happens to Mark like last year? Or he just all of that happens. So and write this out. Week three predictions. Okay. Between, you want to make a hot take. Yeah, okay, this is great. This is what I want to hear. I'm make a hot take. Evan will not get any injury this week on anyone else on this team. Well, it's hard to be. <laughs> There's only like two left. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm putting it down. <laughs> um, so this is a good place for me to keep them, though, because I can just keep them on the sticky note, yeah. and we'll just, we'll just run it. Okay. Um, find room to operate here. Well, we should so, go ahead and write it out and put it out as a, a weekly take. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we'll revisit this from every okay. single week, so as long as it's here, okay. that's all that matters. It's here. Okay. That's all that matters. Um, do I have any takes here? Looking at the breakdown. There's just some shifting needs to happen on the roster, man. Yeah. So you're going no injury for Evan Shacklett? That's that's my hot, hot, spicy yeah, take. Yeah, hot, spicy take. I've got, he's got, he, uh, DJ Shark gets injured. <laughs> well, he's already questionable. Well, so, does, I mean, is he going to play? I mean, that's, that's kind of tough because he's, lim- he's limited. Okay, I uh, got a chest injury. I th- I feel like that's. I keep him out. That's picking a that's picking an apple. It's already falling on the ground. All right, I'll I'll change my adjustment. Uh, I'll adjust a little bit. Stafford gets injured. Oh, Stafford. Stafford. Man. Stafford goes down. Stafford. But let's go ahead and make our pick. I'm gonna count it down. You ready? Gosh. Three, two, one. Tis. I think that's no brainer. Between, Evan. Tis, we've got Tiz. I'm writing them out now because yeah, I saw what happened mm-hmm. last time. So we've got both got Tiz and the takes on that. I've got Stafford Hurt. He <laughs> <laughs> takes the search rounded by injury. Because <laughs> it has nothing it has like no statistical relevance or any prediction. <laughs> it's just chance. It's just chance. Which is do, you have, right on. do you have any takes on uh you said no injuries? No injuries, that's my take. That's my hot spicy take. All right, moving on. I'm, I'm to, countering gear. No, I countered yours. No, I countered true. yours. But I'm like, countering you from last week, calling on Connor. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm All right. Trying to switch up the energy. On to the next one. Wait, do we have any long-term takes for Evan while he's down and out right now? Oh, man. Yeah, any long-term sticky note takes for the wall? 
like like does he get a win this year type of take? Um, I think it would be fun to project what he might have for the season. How many wins is he going to have for the season? I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be one that we could both partake in mm-hmm. and make it a little bit more interesting. So I'm going to put Evan S. Wins for the season. I see that you're looking up looking up his matchups now, which is fair. Making sure... No, I mean, that's the right thing to do. And just before we move on, don't want to take too long here, but looking at the schedule, um, I mean, here's the thing. If we have a smart league, there's no reason why you would... Uh, if someone's down, there's no reason that needs reason to help them up. We're 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 a dog eat dog world out here, and if someone's gonna fall out and might not make a playoff run, and you can see that, don't assist them. Mm-hmm. Don't assist them. Yep. Okay. Just leave them down. That's one better opportunity for you to get into the playoffs. Yep. Newsflash. Newsflash. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and make my predictions for. Evans win total. Actually, we can count it down and make that total together. One, so there's 13 weeks. This is regular season, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's not going to make the playoffs. Um, is that a take? Should I? Do you, do you want to go the other <laughs> direction? Say he's going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so Evan Shacklett, 13 weeks, 0 and 2 to start. Would you like to? All right, I'm ready. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three. Two, one, four. three. Okay, great. All right. I've got four Almost wins. Six. I just took a little bit of the over there. Yeah. And then three wins for the season. He's just dealing with the Christian McCaffrey injury. I mean, if, if he comes You put all your eggs in that basket. I mean, it's whatever. It's fine. Cool. That's a sticky note for the, for the board. And so we're going to move on. I had to balance out the Chase Edmonds take, which is going to be obviously in my favor. So Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> Moving on, we've got Connor versus Isaac, correct? Connor versus Isaac. Connor versus Isaac. Ooh. Ooh. Reviewing this matchup, I know who I'm going to pick. Do you know who you're going to pick? I do. Yeah, Yeah, it's a tough matchup, but... um... Yeah. Yeah, I've got mine. Okay. So Connor and Isaac, and the winner of this is going to be three, two, one. Isaac. Isaac. Yep, me and you are on the same page again. Yep, I've got. Uh, what do you have? A spicy take? I've got a take. Oh, I'd I'd love to hear it. I don't. Uh, I've got Mahomes going for over. Yeah. It's it's to make it a take. I guess it's worthy of me. Let's see, to make it a take, he's gonna go over for thirty five, but then I've also got Kyler Murray going under twenty two. Kyler Murray going under twenty two. Yep. Wow. Slime. So that's uh that's that's my take. <clears throat> I just uh, I don't Murray less than twenty two. No, that's that's greater than symbol. Less than 22, Mahomes, over 35. Oh, that's that's my take over here. Do you have any takes? 
I've got Jonathan Taylor running for over 100 yards back-to-back games. Taylor over 100 yards? Mm-hmm. But nice. Carter's still unfortunately getting the loss. Wow. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the next one. Scooting right along here. Yeah, I mean that would make Isaac two and one, Connor one and two. Yeah, man, these are these are heartbreaking matchups. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay, um, I've got. So let's go ahead and do Eric J and Alex Cook. Is that cool? Yep. Their matchup. Man, this is a good one. This is a good one. I love the quarterback matchup with Jackson and Russell Wilson. I think that's going to be great. Russell Wilson looking like an MVP candidate this year. Man, this is going to be... Okay, I've got my take. And... Oh, man, so unfortunate. I've also got my winner. Man, you hate to see it. You just hate to see it, man. Eric, shout out to you, brother. Hope you change your username to something catchy and fun. Okay. I'm ready with my okay. prediction. Three, two, one. Eric. Cook. Great, we're going to go different. I'm split here. Yeah, me too. I've got Cook. My take is this is going to be the high-scoring uh, matchup of the week. Highest-scoring. You think it's going to be the highest scoring match for the week? Wow. Yep. Highest. Wow. All right. Do you have a take at all as to what, uh, what's leaning you towards the the Eric win? And I will say that's what is unfortunate about it is I think Eric's going to put up great numbers, mm-hmm. and he's still going to go 0-3 for the season. So heartbreaking. Wow. I hate, I hate it. I hate it for him. You don't have to have a take. Yeah, I was... Let's see. Again, I'm sorry, Eric. Man, I don't want this for you. If anything, I want the exact opposite, man. I want you winning. <laughs> and I want you to have a good nickname for your team, for your for your username. That's what I want. I, yeah. Eric, what's your middle name, man? E.G. Johnson. I feel like I've heard it before. Eric, not Gregory. Eric Gregory Johnson. You think so? No. Think Gregory? Eric George Johnson. No. Eric George Johnson. Galifianakis? That ain't it. <laughs> Eric. I know that I've heard this. He's probably told me. I just forgot because my memory sucks. But I, just, I, think, I think Lamar and Mark Andrews are going to be linking up again this week, and it's going to be too hard to overcome. So I, I think Lamar and Mark Andrews are going to combine for over 50 points. Wow. Over 50? Yep. Lamar and Mark Andrews combining for over 50. Love it. Moving on to the next matchup. Let's go ahead and do the Mark versus Kevin, and then we will do our, I'm sorry, Luke versus Kevin. Mike versus Kevin. Yes. Okay. Okay. Watson Z-Box. Drew Diggs in a cup. Drew Diggs in the cup, man. I just don't understand. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Do you have a Do you have a pick ready? Yep. 
Yeah, I do too. Three, two, one. Kevin. Like. Nice. Wow. That's interesting. Okay, I've got, yeah. uh, you've got like, I've got Kev. I like that we're going different speeds here. My take, or Kevin's matchups are just unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to go ahead and rip off another high point total. Um, probably put, I would put Kevin as the highest scorer this week, but I think that that is going to be decided between Eric and Alex Cook. So, mm-hmm. and that's one of those scenarios. So, I don't, uh, good luck, Kevin. Good luck, Luke. May the trades made in the future be ever in your favor, but I don't have Luke winning this one. I do have him having a great season. All that to be said, but I don't have him winning this one, and I have no real take behind it. Hmm. So, that's just my, my understanding is Kevin's going to win this one. He's going to prevail. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much of a take. I just think overall at, at each position, um, he just has a slight advantage. Um, I'm looking really at the flex, and I'm trying to see who else he would flex in there. I guess if, if Galladay comes back, that will switch things up. I didn't see Galladay hiding down there in the IR. He said he was excited at uh, at um, Malone's tonight that mm-hmm. Galladay will be coming back. So he, he likes his team, likes his chances. So maybe that was a little... Yeah. Uh, collusion there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll pay dividends for me. Do you want to change your pick? Or is no, that... no. I don't want to change my pick. Okay. It's set in stone. Mm-hmm. Change um, your P. Change your P. Yeah. All right, let's see you. Mark and Patrick. Okay, it's Jeff. Yeah, I put you in here as Pat. I don't like calling you Pat, and I don't want you to think that I call you Pat. I don't want the world thinking that I call you Pat, because I don't. Yeah, I don't it's like just being called It's just easier to write. It's yeah. just easier. My name's not Rick. Yeah. My name's Patrick. <laughs> SpongeBob memes, man, that was so great. Shouts out to the whole entire group, me, fan, uh, uh, you know, members, just really running those SpongeBob memes into the ground. I really love that. Let me let me make my decision. I know that you're probably set on. I mean, I will say it's gonna come down to one of these times, me and you. Just yeah, I'm losing this week. Yeah, this one's this one's chalked up for me. Oh man. Um, I guess it wouldn't matter. I was gonna say maybe we could bet Fab on who's gonna have a better percentage. On this, but by the time we'll be in the playoffs, yeah. and the fab won't matter. Yeah. Well, or it would really matter, depending on how much you had left. And you can't really bet what you don't know if you have. So, oh, good call. Because we could only have like $5 left for the playoffs. Good call. Okay, let me see if Mark is going to try to find a double, uh, a back-to-back win here with his matchups. Yeah... Man, he's got to fix that Gronkowski situation. Yeah. Mark, buddy, mm-hmm. we got to fix that Gronkowski situation, man. That is not working out for you. Hit me up, Mark. I've got two solid tight ends. Yep. I'll put him on the block. I'll do it right now. Okay. I am... Man, buddy. I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Patrick. Mark. Yeah, you go with yourself. That's fine. And it's, and it's not even personal, really. It's just like, I don't know. It, there's a lot of gut feeling to it. But what I've got is Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and Drew Brees in a shootout there in New Orleans. I, I just, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on this technical game. I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. Aaron Rodgers plus 30, plus 36. Rodgers. 
and um, and yeah, just a, a, a shootout for the for the New England for the New Orleans game mm. on Sunday night football. That's gonna be fun to watch, mm. and I've got a solid outing from Derrick Henry also. But Mike Evans has actually been playing really well, and I will say that is one thing that you have in your favor. You had the Tom Brady Mike Evans hookup. Right. That yeah. might negate. So that is that's really well. That bolds really well for you. Yep. But I just got I got Mark here and a lot of that is just gut. So I'm sorry. It's all right. My uh prediction for myself is that this is gonna be the breakout game for Antonio Gibson. So Gibson. So my breakout, I've gotta go with a twenty plus stop. Twenty plus dimer. I love it. Love the takes, love that we got him on a sticky note. Last one is gonna be Ben versus who's the person left? Griff. Man, we're still in division matchups, huh? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No kidding. All right. Ben and Griff, final matchup here. Shouts out to Griff. Love you, man. And Scruff McGruff keeping his name, giving it a little bit of namesake there. Yeah. What? Um, what I will say. Now I'll let us go ahead and pick. And we'll we'll be fine, but I'm ready. Ready? I'm not ready. Okay, that's fine. I want to give insight to this matchup, but I can't give you anything to help you. To help me? Yeah. I don't need any help. Okay. You want to count us ten? Yep. Three, two, one. Griff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I circled Ben. Great. Um, yeah, so worth noting, I do have plans to make roster changes. Okay. Drastically, because I think it would be one of the bigger bozo plays of the league for me to keep Carson Wentz on my starting lineup. And there is words, if you're listening to the pod this late in the game, there's words that Ertz is going to get moved around. Hmm. Uh, there's, there's multiple transactions in process hmm. that could involve an Ertz trade to yeah, better my, my QB situation, numerous people involved. So with that being said, I really think that there's going to be an adjustment on my team, and I'm going to have some vacation really focus on some of these trades and really try to get the most out of them and make a good play for my season. So with that, that being said, I just, uh, I've got a, um, a better scoring outage for my quarterback situation, please. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. But I have no take for my team. I just I think I'm going to win. Yeah, I just... If it's going to be anything typical of Ben Fashion, Griff is going to lay an egg. Somehow he's going to get like under 100 points, and I'll have like 107, 108. I just think your running backs are going to fold this week. Okay. That's my take. Do you not like um, the uh, Do you not like the Hilaire-Baltimore matchup? Do you mean Hilaire? Dang it. Did you mean to say Hilaire? Thank you. Yeah, I don't love that for him. I, I do think, man, that's going to be an exciting game, though. Um, and under the bright lights, maybe... He does show up. I Sean just think he can really be... catch it out of the backfield, which is nice. I'm yeah. so happy to see him catching it out of the backfield. And that's where he will see any any success this week. I don't think he's going to see a lot of success on the ground. I think you're right. I think they're going to be airing it out. And then Chris Carson, he's been too good this season. I think this is going to be an off week for him. So I just think your running backs are going to fold. And He has been doing well, hasn't he? Yeah. Man. That's just because I think Seattle's offense is churning. There's been two identical plays almost from week to week where Chris Carson is catching a floated wheel route back of the end zone ball from Russell. Mm. And it is nice. It is nice. So 
Yep. We've got our picks now for the next week, so I appreciate you guys hanging around here and uh, allowing us to do our weekly takes for you guys scoring, keeping score at home. Again, it's Ben picking Tiz over Evan, Patrick picking Tiz. Both of us picking Isaac over Connor. Sorry, Connor. Me picking Cook. Patrick picking Eric in their matchup. Me picking Kev. Patrick picking Luke in their matchup. Ben picking Mark. Patrick picking himself. And Patrick, Ben picking me. Ben. <laughs> and Patrick picking Griff. So. There it is. That is our conclusion of the weekly takes. With that... I do want to move into our, our final segment. Just want to update everyone on the um, sticky note review. So if you want to go ahead and put this up there yep. as our as our running tally for the week. And here's your here's your um, oh the wins for Evan this this week that will go in there. So if you want to tell me some of the takes that we've got so we can review with all the podsters. I will make it clear and cohesive over the microphone. So we've got Ben leading Patrick right now in a 4-3 matchup of the week. Uh, Delio there. And we've got, what's our takes? We've got, you've got, you've got Dallas Goddard with oh, 56 Lord. receptions and three touchdowns on the season. It's going to be so bad. And Ertz having 115 receptions and seven touchdowns on the season. Um, off the top of my head, I think Goddard has about 16, Yikes. 17 receptions already. Only two weeks and in. And one touchdown. Um, it's not good. Not looking good for me. And then my easy take was Chase Ad- Edmonds is not taking over the backfield barring injury. Yes, not taking over the backfield for Kenny Drake. And then we both have a take on Evan S. and his wins for the season. I've got him getting four wins. You've got him getting three. Three. Great. And our season-long take up there on the on the right-hand side, what is that? That's division winners. Division winners. Oh, yeah, and the championships. Just to put that into – I need to put that on there. And I'll write it on there, but we can discuss it right now. Division winners, if you guys remember, recall from the Affirm the Daddy division, I've got – got like. I've got like. Yeah, and I've yep. got tiz. you got tiz. From the Stay Tickle the Taint. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Triple T's. You want to hear that too often? Triple T, I think I've got Patrick, and you've got... Ben. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then the Beat That Booty. Beep. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I've got Isaac. You've got Eric. Got Eric. All right. Come on, guys. Let's pick it up. For the championship matchup to review, I did have Luke and Tiz, and I think I had Tiz winning it all. I believe that was the take. Do we have the sticky note by chance? You texted it to me. Yes, I did. Let me find it. Let me find it just for you real quick. And champions, I had... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Luke and Tiz, and I had Tiz winning. For Patrick, he had Connor and Ben getting in there, and you had Connor winning the championship this year. So... Those are our takes. We're going to make those additions on the on the sticky notes. But, yeah, follow, us, follow with us from week to week as we continue to make takes, continue to review what we've said, and uh, either make ourselves look really, really smart or really, really stupid. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wait, what, would you, what did you used to say? He's right. That's right. He's right. That's right. He's right. That's right. Oh, man. Okay, with that being said, we're going we're gonna to conclude 
the old pod and wrap it up here at around the 145 minute mark. So staying under two hours, really proud of us under this time. Two. Under two. Improvement, man. We're getting, Improvement. We're getting like we're getting, next time. <laughs> we started off hot and then we got a little lengthy there in the middle. So we got comfortable. Got a juicy, I mean, yeah, got a juicy, juicy pod for you. Hope that you guys enjoyed. Any last comments you'd like to add to the, add to the conclusion here? Good luck to everybody named Patrick out there this week. Um, really hope you get your first win and uh, everybody else yeah who are you (laughs) alright we'll see you guys next week bye adios the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club